Welcome to today's show, everybody. Today, we're going to be talking about the illusion of the external environment and how we've been conditioned to believe that everything that lives on the outside of us is what creates a happy life and that the loss of anything outside of ourselves is a loss that that depletes our ability to feel fulfilled in this life. But really, what if loss just brings illusions held for a really long time to the surface, long enough for us to use it as an opportunity to lessen its dominance on our psyche and to bring us into a state of liberation, unattached to attachment itself. So sit back, relax, and I hope you enjoy the show. Welcome everyone, Laura Shoesmith here. I am going to be talking about grief and attachment today. And I did a program uh, in the beginning of COVID in 2020. I ran for nine weeks, a couple times. And this information, this subject was part of that program. And I thought it was relevant for today in that... We are suffering right now as a race, as this human species on what's happening all around the world that is really hard to look at and really hard to include in our experiences that we are experiencing. As humans, we don't want to include everything that we experience in our lifetime. We want to include the good things and we want to run away from the things that doesn't feel good. And it is in the resistance of including all things that creates suffering. The universe doesn't suffer. Space doesn't suffer. The moon doesn't suffer. You do. When you believe you are not the universe itself, when you believe that you are not that which has created the universe itself, You suffer, I suffer, we suffer when we believe that we're separated from everyone else. That one suffers, the one that believes it is separated. Suffering is essentially brought on by being a person, being attached, attached to the way things are, attached to the way you think you need them to be attached to keeping things the same, attached to wanting things to be different, attached to the way others are or are not, attached to the way you are or attached to the way you're not, attached to what's been created and what's not been created yet, attached to the past, to the present, attached to a future that needs to have the specific things in it in order for you to be happy. You're attached to wanting this to stay the same. You're attached to wanting wanting this to become different. It's an attachment to all things outside of ourselves that creates a sense of dissonance, that creates a sense of needing, longing, wanting, needing to have, keep in a world full of impermanence. The only thing that stays the same is that nothing will stay the same. The only thing that stays the same is that everything will change always. And yet here we are wanting and needing to have things stay just the way we want or don't want. 
our attachment to all things outside of ourselves is one, or I should say our ability to unattach to being attached to all things outside of ourselves is a way into your liberation. In my spiritual studies and in the way that I used to teach, there was a time when I used to ask myself or others to focus on creating only from joy, that creating from suffering was how other people did it, but that we could learn how to create from joy and only joy instead. And I did that for a long time. It was joyful, I must say. But what I know now is that creating from any experience your experiencer is experiencing consciously, consciously creating from any experience your experiencer is experiencing is an opportunity for liberation. So at that time, and even now in my life, I create with intention, with focus. I've also created with loss and sadness. I've created my dream partner, my dream home, dream puppies, dream jobs, a dream podcast. I am surrounded by good, loving, kind, and compassionate people. I wasn't always though. I was attached to needing those people to become different people so that I could be happy. So that created within me a sense of suffering because I am not in control of anything that lives outside of me in my external environment. So today's class is not on creating from just a place of joy. Part of the human condition is to not always have things go our way. Part of the human condition is to sometimes to go without to have conditions in a life or a body that are not perceived as ideal by embracing the things we wish we didn't have to be with, we didn't have to deal with by embracing them, not running from them, not throwing up resistance, but by embracing those things, we can be liberated and find a long lasting, a long lasting, steady sense of contentment, of peace. So we can create from both the things that we put our attention on that bring us joy and we can create from an open awareness and consciously looking at the things that we have lost as a way in to our liberation as well. And so for the remainder of this podcast, I would invite you to not necessarily make one better than another. In other words, let's just say that creation is creation is creation is creation. Who and what are you, what are you creating based off of any experience your experience is having and, and who is doing the creating? So joy is not So creating from joy is not necessarily going to create something better than what can be created from a sense of suffering or sadness. In suffering, we can create freedom as well. But here's the deal. We have to surrender to the suffering, not fix it. We have to not run from it and not avoid it. Any suffering that we are resistant to experiencing becomes embodied and stuck within our human body, our physicality. And in that stuckness, we create blockages in our energetic energetic centers, and that creates disease. So in order for suffering to create liberation, 
I'll repeat this. We must surrender to the suffering and not fix it, not spend a year or two or three analyzing or strategizing on how to work a life around it, but just surrender it. Any suffering that has not been worked through is in the body and also in our feelings. Any feeling that needs to be released can show up in a meditation. It can show up as fear, panic, not being able to breathe, for example. My suggestion is to let it happen. You know, not just let it out. Whatever arises in a meditation is arising. There is no resistance to it. There is no avoiding it. There is just letting it be completely fine, just the way it is, as it is revealing itself to you. As you let it arise, you will survive it. And when you're finished, you'll have less of that panic stored in the body, stored in the mind. You'll have less of it. So it will be easier and easier for you to surrender again and again during another meditation or during another experience within your life. You'll be, it'll be easier and easier for you to surrender because there's more space within you that can be utilized to surrender and less matter condensed within embodied in fear in the form of resistance stored within the body or the mind. So this week, this week during today's podcast, we're going to take a closer look at the natural aspects of suffering and how it can lead to a great liberation. So to be liberated from being attached to people or circumstances that occur in the outside world. We have been conditioned to starve off suffering at any cost. And what do we do when we don't want to be with the things that are carrying in the outside world, when we don't want to include the way people are being treated, when we don't want to include the murder of innocent children, when we don't want to include the way in which our uh, certain people that we think were supposed to love us and be kind to us, when we don't want to include that they're not acting the way we want them to, to act towards us, we will, we'll just deny it. We'll run from it. We'll hide it. We'll try to love them through it. We'll educate them through it, or we'll use alcohol, sex, drugs, shopping, always smiling, food, faking it, classes, workshops, books, money, power, lies, all the ways to put off facing that which we don't want to see, that which we don't want to feel, that which we don't want to deal with, but that which we will not look at runs our lives. That which we don't look at lives a long life, always lurking in the background of your mind and your attention. It also can become the underlying way in which you operate and feel within the world, mistrusting, suspicious, not so sure about things, looking for all the ways in which you could be disappointed, avoiding all the things that you could see that could create a disruption within your internal environment. So what, what do we do with those experiences that we don't want to include in our lives? What do we do? And the answer that I have learned in my own experience is to no longer resist them, but we must include them. It is the only way there is no excluding something that your experiencer is experiencing 
that would be denial and that would be stored in your body and could potentially create, obviously it will definitely create a non-homeostatic state, which could create disease eventually along the way. We must embrace the universal experiences. We must look deeply at how we operate and how we act towards each other. We must also embrace the universal experience of suffering itself. Because when we truly are suffering, there is an opportunity that it will crack your heart wide open for you to get on the other side of it. It can crack your mind wide open because you're out of resources. You've tried everything in the book. You've tried everything stored in the container of the computer of the mind, everything you've ever been taught, anything you've ever read, all the advice you ever got that's stored up there. You've tried it all and nothing's worked. Nothing's changed the scenario. Nothing's changed the people. You must embrace and include the universal experiences of suffering. And that when you do, when you decide to explore it, not knowing how, it's not like you're going to come up with an outline on here's how I'm going to explore suffering. But when you decide that you're willing and available and courageous to sit within something that doesn't feel good or look good, and you can include it and embrace it and bring it closer to you, there can be a great liberation waiting for you on the other side. By being intimate with your suffering and not pushing it aside or hiding or running away from it, by being intimate with your suffering and having enough faith to trust that the forces of life, our life force, our God consciousness will carry us through as we are never alone, will carry us through on the, on the other side. And we can finally choose when we can finally choose to be with that, which we have not been able to be with yet, it can be moved. It can be removed. We can become free and liberated. My experience led me to my most natural state. My experience of including every experience I've ever had, the good, the bad, and the ugly, and I'm talking about the bad and the ugly, to include all the ways in which I was treated unfairly or neglected or ignored or the way in which I held myself a victim, all the ways in which I held on to those things, needing those things to change, needing those people to become different people so that I could finally be happy, right? The attachment of needing other people to become someone different, the attachment of needing my life to have been different kept me in a state of suffering. So I needed to include this happened to me, right? This was my experience and it's okay because it's led me to the greatness that lives within me. It's led me to the deeper understanding that I can be with hard things. I can be with exasperating circumstances that I can be left alone to my own devices. I could I could finally 
become free of needing anything outside of me to become a certain way, including people and experiences and circumstances. And instead, as I embraced them and allowed them to be included in my life and looked at them as an ally, as this experience grew me, this experience taught me that I'm closer to becoming my God consciousness through that act of suffering, because I could sit in the fire and be breathed through as a, as Christ consciousness and be carried out onto the other side. I was relaxing into the truth of my life and the truth of my life was for my internal environment to become bigger than any one person or any one circumstance or situation that was occurring on the outside of my life, whether it was occurring to me or to someone that I loved or to an entire country full of amazingly good people that I could, that I could see that what was wanting to become was a greater level of life force living within me and speaking words out to you to become more of your kundalini life force, to become more of your divinity, to become more of your Christ consciousness, to become more loving, more compassionate, more unattached to needing to have things stay the same, to become more okay with difficult things happening to good people. A loss is first, of course, an unwelcomed event because it's disruptive and it's emotionally exhausting. But the emotions that are required and are demanded of us for our attention on these things, our energy is already low because something's devastatingly happening, right? But now are the emotions that are required to, to, to keep our attention on it and resist it it just depletes our life force. It depletes our ability to see clearly. It depletes our ability to think logically. It depletes our ability to become bigger. So by taking the time to just be with what is without resisting it or changing it, we begin to process the crisis by focusing on what our, by focusing on what we've been holding on to. You know, this should not be happening. That's a belief you know, I could never leave my family was a belief that I could never speak my truth was a belief that I had. I don't have time is a belief. I'm not enough is a belief. I'm not smart enough. This, I could never fix this is a belief. So when I had my dark night of the soul and I was a meditation teacher at the time. Thank God, because it gave me everything I needed. I had all the tools and knew that I needed to dissolve my, my peopleness, my lawness, my mindness, my embodiment of all the resistances and instead just simply relax into my most natural state and unwind my mind from its current limitations and expose my beliefs to myself to witness the clever ways in which I've adopted a personality to fit in. And instead, now, I can see my own resiliency and the resiliency of a human spirit 
It is including the most difficult of situations that we reveal to ourselves the truth of what we are. It's not all what we like. We can do anything. We can include everything. We are resilient. We are embodied consciousness of Christ. We can, we can get through it. We can allow the feelings of sadness to just be because they will arise. Feelings arise and pass. And all the while, we begin to uncover hidden packs we made with ourselves, most of the time as a child, trying to be good for someone else. We are essentially living as adults with the agreements made by our child. We are essentially living as adults with the agreements made from the mind of a child trying to be a good kid, conditioned in beliefs of what you can and cannot do, conditioned in the beliefs of what is and what is not possible, conditioned in what, what you could possibly actually get through and what might just kill you. Well, this species have been, has been tested over and over and over and over and over again in the last hundred years. And the resiliency of the highest consciousness that lives within us and all around us will carry us through. And it is including the most difficult of situations that we reveal our, to ourselves that which what we really are. So, suffering comes in waves. It's not steady and it's not continuous, but it comes in waves. When suffering comes and finds you, see if you can just let it be by offering it consistent non-resistance and surrendering it continuously to God. While we sit in suffering under the illusion that we're suffering the loss of a person that used to be in our lives, the loss of an object, the loss of a goal or a desire. What's actually happening is that perhaps we're actually processing the pain of disruption from the attachment itself. What one is surrendering is actually just the attachment itself. We can be unattached to needing a world to only be a certain way. And we can let the what isness of what is ising in the world re allow that experience to reveal the true nature of what we are. The realization and the revelation I had and that I want for you too is that there is no actual possible source of happiness outside of oneself. That loss brings to us the illusion that we've held for a really long time to the surface. The illusion that we're holding is that we need things to be a certain way. But the truth is, we can be with whatever is, ising. And we can lessen the need and the attachment of needing to things be a certain way to lessen its dominance on our psyche 
and to be present and accept and include and embrace the experiences that we are experiencing, that our experiencer is experiencing. What if through the experience of suffering and grief, what we're really experiencing is not the loss of the person or the dream, but we're experiencing the loss of the attachment itself. What are you attached to? What do you think you must have in order to be happy? Is it money, love, a perfect body, a perfect partner, a perfect world? We all have attachments. Is it being a good person? Is it being the best person? Imagine for a moment becoming a little less attached to needing you to become anyone in particular. Imagine that there's nothing you must do or undo to become more of that which you really already are, that you've always been and that you could never not be. And now, close your eyes and take a nice, slow inhalation. And as you inhale, feel your consciousness inside rise with your breath, elevating the life force living within you, elevating the energy and the cells. Let them vibrate at a higher vibration and frequency with each inhalation enhance the vibration of life that lives within you and carry it up through your entire body and exhale it out the top of your head and see if with each inhalation as you raise the frequency of the God consciousness that lives within you with each exhalation you can wiggle free from needing anything or anyone to be any specific way. And with each breath and each passing moment, you just surrender more and more all of your attachments. And find a sense of contentment that has always lived inside your heart of hearts. And that the truth is that you need nothing on the outside of yourself to find a sense of peace and belonging and contentment right here inside of you. And when you're feeling exacerbated from the outside world and its happenings go in and surrender it to God and become a higher consciousness become the light of source energy that we are all a part of imagine that source 
energy is like a candle, the main candle from which we all light our own individual candle from. But the light, the bright light that lives within us is just as powerful as the light of our source light. The light from which we were born from, we are just as powerful as. And that no matter what happens on our outside world, our internal light of belonging, our internal state of divine consciousness will carry us through any experience our experiencer is having. Find respite in knowing that any experience is an opportunity to reveal your true nature to yourself, to stop looking outside of yourself to feel good to let go of needing and things and people to be a certain way and to instead need nothing to change. The sun is not attached to how hot it is. The mountain is not attached to how high it is. The ocean is not attached to how cold or warm it is. To pure consciousness Everything is perfect just as it is and is naturally unfolding, revealing the brilliance that wants to be brought in and emerged through you, through us, through including and embracing all experiences as being perfectly divine, even and including the most difficult and tragic ones. to your higher consciousness and to the pure light of love of source energy that lives within you, your perfect unfolding love, attached to nothing, needing nothing. Everything you need lives right within you. Relax and surrender each moment. to the consciousness of God. Have a beautiful day. Thanks for listening to Everyday Awakening. How can today awaken you to the greatness that lives within? To ask a question, suggest a topic, or contact us, please email us at everydayawakeningpodcast at gmail.com. If you really like our show, please be sure to rate, review, and follow the show wherever you get your podcasts. And tell a few friends. 